0: hello nicholas how are you i'm very good i'm more Wait. than good this might be one of my favorite weeks well definitely this year right that i can say a little for sure.
1: game called Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, uh, that was a joke oh, okay. that well a kind joke. of but not really that was a joke
0: okay because of pokemon because of pokemon very true
1: before we get there jay yeah uh how are you doing I'm well yourself. Have you. Se- yeah, I'm good, thanks. Have you seen One Family where uh, Gloria oh. goes, Jay, Jay? I have, yeah. Uh, that was all I to say. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. What are the warships used by the Dark Elves called? Oh, Anglophone. Damn. It. Is that right?
0: Is, there, is it multiple choice, or do I have to just know? Surely you
1: bet that would basically be what are the Dark Elves warships called. Yeah, Surely basically. Yeah,
0: what would you say, sorry? Is it multiple choice, or do I just have to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've God.
1: got Arcs, M-Ships, Serpents, and Carriers. Damn it. Arcs, M-Ships, Serpents, and Carriers.
0: It's either arc or Serpent. Okay. If I had to choose... I'll go with Ark.
1: Correct answer. Oh, wow, wow. Well done. I was done. trying to
0: like remember what they looked like in my head, and for some reason they looked like they might be slightly Ark-shaped, so that might have been... Either yeah, that or it's...
1: with right, with like little feathers on them?
0: Yeah, it's either that or it was called Ark, but it was ARK, because they housed all of the elves when they were in hibernation. So that was like my I other still logic. Remember the
1: Anthony I Hopkins... Uh what do you call it? Voiceover for the trailer for that uh-huh. film. Uh-huh.
0: Nobody liked that film, did they? Thor: The Dark World. Not really. No, I liked it. Do you know what I like, Jay? <laughs> what do you like, mate?
1: Episode Intermission: Final Fantasy 7 Remake.
0: Oh, good segue there. Okay.
1: No, I don't think it's that terrible of a movie. To be fair, mate. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't think, like, it's you know the worst thing ever created or anything like that. You know.
0: Yeah. No. I think it's been voted one of the worst ones. It's weird how Thor 2 was like one of the worst voted, but Thor 3, Ragnarok, is one of the high, highest voted ones.
1: It's true. It's true. Uh, well, like we said last week, Jay, obviously, you like all the stuff that other people hate, you know? Yeah, that's
0: exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still true.
1: <laughs> so, Jay, yes, as I segued. I have had an opportunity to play through Episode Intermission, which is basically the Yuffie DLC for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. So this is DLC came out when Final Fantasy VII re- FSM Remake came to PS5. They did a PS5 version, and then you could also get this Episode Intermission with it as well. Mm-hmm. So thoughts on it, Jay, for this week? Uh, firstly, the game itself, in general, runs beautifully on PS5. 60 frames is magnificent. It looks fantastic. We laughing at.
0: Um, I mean, we didn't really do much of an intro, but.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
0: You're, <laughs> You're very right, eager this week.
1: Uh, Jay, there is so much I have to do. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to go there. Sorry. You're right. Everyone who's listening, who's still listening at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, we're a gaming podcast. We talk about video games. Hopefully, it comes out on Saturday morning, and um, we cover everything that we want to cover, and we probably give you a bit more of an honest perspective than most gaming media outlets. Yeah, because we're not being paid by anyone. Well, let's not stretch that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not, uh, we're not being we, paid we to say aren't. certain things.
1: Yeah, we de- we definitely aren't. I... Funnily, Jay, I watched um, Angry Joe's Top 10 Most Disappointing Games uh, of 2021. And in there, obviously, was Deathloop. And I was like, dude, that game is so overrated. Like, the gap between Media Outlet Review and Gamer is so big at this point. You know, like, Destiny 2 and Halo Infinite Multiplayer. You know, like, nine out of tens. And then the game was like, what planet are you on? You know, that kind of thing. So, anyway. True. Is that okay, Jay? Oh, this is Jay, the Goldilocks gamer. Um, I'm Nick. Uh, Sometimes known as friendly, sometimes not so friendly. And um, that's pretty much it, I think. Mm -hmm. Are we happy with that, Jay? Anything else you'd like to add there?
0: No, that's great. You can continue with uh, Yuffie or Intermission, whatever you're talking about. Yuffie!
1: Yeah, so the game itself, in general, running great on PS5, as you probably know, Jay. Mm -hmm. 60 frames. Jay's already bought this thing.
0: Yeah, it's weird, actually, because you you mentioned to me, yo, it's on sale right now. And I I was convinced that I'd already bought it, but I hadn't. So I was like, oh, Oh, sweet. No, I hadn't in the end. So I went and checked properly, and I was like, oh, I don't actually have it. I might as well grab it now.
1: Oh, good job. I told you then.
0: Yeah, very good job. Thanks for that.
1: Good, good. No worries, no worries. Um, oh, that's good then. We both picked it up on sale. That's sweet. Yeah, so I think it went on sale around Christmas time, right? Ish. Uh, yeah,
0: I think they were doing like, like Christmas sale, and then they did like an early January sale. I think, right? That was like the thing. I'm not even sure. Right, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, picked it up. Um, dude, Seven Remake is unbelievably good of a game. You know, just. Just even the main menu and uh, quickly diving into the main game, I'm just like, man, this just works on so many levels, bro. Like, I feel like the music is even amplified when you're playing with those characters. Like, I can't really explain it, but anyway. So in terms of the Yuffie DLC, Jay, uh, I I have no history with original FF7. I don't really know Yuffie as a character, etc., etc. I just expected a few more hours of content. This DLC is actually perhaps a slightly longer than I expected. Jay, oh, okay. uh, it's not it's not a pound for an hour by any stretch. It's not twelve hours long, but it's a good probably for you. I mean, I, three to four, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think it's good it, overall. I think it's it's good DLC. It's good. So you've got two chapters that it adds. I think there's a good amount of content there. Yuffie gets in a, a great introduction. It's more... Effect. I know we say this all the fucking time, but it is obviously more of the game, right? That's what DLC is. It's, it's some familiar locations, some kind of new locations, but more importantly Jay, mm-hmm. there is a new mini-game in this DLC called Fort Condor and it is
0: sick. Boss. I actually don't know about this.
1: I, won't, I don't want to ruin it for you, yeah, but it's it's great, okay, it's great, it's like a Gwen, I would say,
0: and I consider oh, Gwen wow I like a lot actually yeah.
1: okay, let me rephrase Jay, it's like Gwen that I like it, it's not like Gwen, it's not a card game, okay, but I like it, that's all I'm saying, and Gwen and like, I consider Gwen like the greatest mini game ever, yeah, I, I think
0: it it's weird, you know the uh the Valhalla game? Yes, I always forget yeah. what it's called. That and Gwent to me are like, yeah, I think that- that's yeah. like a lot. Like Gwent is obviously like a lot higher level of a game than that. Kind yeah. of but this that Viking one. I always forget what it's pretty called, but
1: yeah, the the yeah, I no, I
0: love that. Yeah, I, I think that's I I was I remember like seeing it and looking up on forums whether or not they're actually going to like make it a real thing. And I'm pretty sure they've made it a real thing. I haven't found it yet though.
1: Yeah, I think they have.
0: Yeah, I need to look into Do that we I can't wait at some point yeah
1: Yeah. I feel like it begins with OJ like a I haven't played it Orlog
0: Orlog? that sounds about right actually I think that I think you just nailed it somehow
1: I don't know if I did Uh, anyway I know what you're saying Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying so to be honest Jay like you know unless you've got some questions for me I guess I'm you know I'm positive about it um I like, obviously, everything worked for me in FF7 Remake, and everything works for me, unsurprisingly, in this DLC. Um, It's more of, you know, the fantastic combat. There are some small iterations, Jay, with the combat, which you'll find out for yourself. But to be honest with you, Jay, my biggest takeaway from this was... Is it slightly overpriced because it's not, you know, twelve hours of content? Well, maybe, but how much? Is, you know, how much does get, it work? How much does it cost? Like, I think it's standard. It's sixteen quid, and I think okay. mean you got it for eleven or twelve. Yeah,
0: I think it. I think we got it for twelve. Yeah. It was but like I, I guess that also
1: includes the PS Five. No, it doesn't, does it? Because that's free. So for yeah, us,
0: for us, yeah. Um, okay, I have some questions if you okay. uh, if you would like. Yeah. How sure. long actually did you play it for then?
1: Six or seven hours.
0: Okay, is that Nick speed, do you think? Or is that just everyone in general speed?
1: No, no, that's full Nick speed. That's also me playing at normal. And that's also me doing most of Fort Condor in normal. But change it down to easy because I found the last bit so hard. The last. I'm, bit was I'm so
0: curious hard whether fast. I would be able to do it quicker. Are you playing easy? Yeah, I'd be playing it on easy, yeah.
1: you definitely do it three to four hours. Three mate. to four, 100%. okay.
0: Are you doing side quests? Um. I mean, if I was really into it, probably, yeah.
1: Because side quests are a good, I'd say, an extra hour or two, personally. Okay. okay.
0: Just trying to think, uh, what? How long? How long were the Valhalla DLCs?
1: Yeah, good question.
0: I can't remember. Oh, I want to say they were quite long. Are we saying everything? Everything included? No, just a single. Like, what was what? There so was the, the, the druid. Yeah. yeah. How long was the druid one? That must have been about ten hours, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, dude, if not, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, okay.
0: And that how much does that cost, do you reckon?
1: Well, we got the season pass, which yeah. I think is like 30 or 40 quid.
0: 30 yeah. quid. So, let's say they bring out four bits of DLC included in that. That's like a tenner each.
1: Well, they're not, because it's only them two. Bits okay, of so DLC they're 20 number. quid
0: each. Roughly.
1: What are you saying if they're not bundled in the CD? Yeah, let's next?
0: say like if you had to buy it separate, just that DLC, yeah, think, yeah, that it's about 20 right. quid, does... right? So you're yeah, paying about yeah. £5 pound extra for about three or four times the amount of time you play on that DLC.
1: But is it as high quality as you Yeah,
0: think? exactly. Yeah, I don't know.
1: But no, you you, ter- you make such a valid point, Jay. Right? Like, I think we're getting a bit spoiled with all this <laughs> yeah. Ubisoft DLC because it's because it's so long. Ubisoft, right?
0: there's, I mean, there's like they've got. A, a, I think their scope is so big. Yeah. Whereas Ubisoft their like do. refined details with like Square Enix have a lot more refined details, but their scope their scope while large, they don't they don't need a lot of time to be able to uh, give you enough of a story or enough of an experience for you to enjoy it. Whereas I feel like Ubisoft tend to need to give you so much for you to, for it to be. Worth the amount of time and money you spend on it. I don't know. There's like a weird balance there somewhere. I need to find how to explain it exactly. Um, would you say that this DLC uh, added to the main game story? Like, was it really a bridge? Did it like allude to more things mm. that are coming? You know.
1: Good question, Jay. So, I also, when is it anything. like
0: set? Like, without spoiling too much, like, where is this? Where does this DLC lie in the timeline?
1: So in the time... Lol. Uh, in the timeline, uh, this lies... I think uh, the main cloud has gone off from the main group. Um, and I can't really remember why. I think he's got And then eventually the group go off to sabotage the second reactor. Okay. So it's like... It's before... It's before... I mean, spoilers for FF7 Remake, I suppose. You've got five seconds. You've got three seconds. <laughs> Fast forward, like, 20 seconds. It's before the plate drop.
0: Okay. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. Before the plate drop. So it's before the plate drop. That's, yeah, I mean, okay. That's interesting.
1: And I'm pretty sure it finishes within that time frame as well. Now, Jay, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say, I want to say two things. Firstly, the end of the game is extremely rewarding. You will be finding... uh, a lot of there's there's probably more hints towards the next game than you might think.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: <clears throat> Secondly, to be honest with you Jay, after I finished this I was like, do you know what? I think I'd rather just get the part 2. You know what I mean? I'm I'm gagging for it, you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my main takeaways.
2: Okay, good
1: good. I think you I genuinely think it's worth playing through just to see the reward at the end. Person for the fact
0: that I now know how short it is, I probably could have played it by now. That's the annoying thing, and I probably... well I mean, sure. no, I can't because Pokémon's tomorrow. But I'll probably as I think, I've actually just as like a quick thing. I've like taken yeah. a bit of a break from games to sort of like get myself in the mood for Pokémon.
2: Because you don't like—I haven't played anything
0: since Monday night. I don't think.
2: Oh wow! Nice.
0: Maybe was it Monday night Sunday night might have even been Sunday night yeah Sweet. all I've been doing is watching YouTube videos and being on my phone just sort of like sat back here so I think part of the issue like for uh, like a weird thing I had yeah. like a bit of weird neck pain and I think part of it was like me sitting in front of my TV like hunched over so I've deliberately been sat up against my wall just sort of like scrunched up hoping that the pain goes away you know so I don't know. do we'll see stretches, stretches yeah like no that. I know I need yeah. <laughs> okay so, like, for the future then, do we expect yeah. there to be more DLC like this, do you think?
1: Nah, dude, I th- think it's all... Or is, all is this just, a, like, a little two. thing,
0: you know, just like a a little uh, a little bump, a little bridge in between, just to sort of help you get there?
1: Yeah, I think they saw an opportunity with the launch of the PS5, they took ah, it. Ah, that's true, yeah, they watched it. And um, yeah. I think, I assume, all hands on deck for part two now,
0: Okay. Personally. I think that's all the questions uh, I had. No worries. You me. enjoyed it. It sounds like
1: good. Yeah, yeah. Hundred. Like, super glad I played through it. Um, I wouldn't say it's you know out of this world or anything, no. but uh, look, we're. Can I segue off of that? Moment,
0: yeah. Okay. So the new there's a game coming out. I can't remember exactly when, but it's a new Final Fantasy game. Yes. Called Strangers of Paradise, I think. It's Final Fantasy yes. Origin. Strangers of Paradise. And I think we, when we both saw it, I can't remember what, what was your opinion of it. Do you remember?
2: Because uh, it's basically like... it's
0: basically Dark Souls meets Final Fantasy, right? That's like the whole point. Yeah, that's kind of like what's what, well, what we as at least that's what we thought it was when we first saw it, right? So what was your 100%. like when you first saw it? What was your first opinion? Do you think?
1: Looks a bit uh, unpolished. Basic.
2: Yeah, bit unpolished. Basic. Yeah, that's kind of what and... mine. My... <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So have you seen the latest gameplay? Trailer that they've done to sort of like show off how the game's come along since then. No. Well, I recommend you watch it, but I'll talk about it a little bit now. Okay. Um, it's kind of amazing and it's a lot more polished than it was. Let's just say that. Uh, they've finally shown some UI, and the UI is actually very similar to Final Fantasy VII Remake. So oh, I wow. think they've taken a lot of resources from Remake and put it, and potentially 15 as well, and sort of put it into this. This Final Fantasy game, and it's actually kind of made me want to get it now. So I think at some point this year I will be playing that game. Interesting. Because you know me, I like a good Souls type.
1: Well, it's it's yeah, it's your your bag, right?
0: Yeah, I think the other the other half of it is: do you do you remember a game called Neo? But it was spelled. I
1: played it the other day,
0: N I O H. Yeah. Yeah. So played it the other day. This new Final Fantasy game is basically that, but Final Fantasy.
1: Yes, because the same team, isn't it?
0: Same. Developer. I don't know actually. It'd be cool if it was the same team, but yeah, it yeah, is team basically Ninja. that game, right? Oh yeah, you're right. It's Team Ninja. Um. Yeah. So yeah, if you like Neo, I think you're probably gonna like this.
1: Did you like Neo? Did you play
0: it? Yeah, I have the first one. I didn't get the second one.
1: Did you finish the first one?
0: I got pretty far. Fair. Didn't finish it though. I don't think. But it has I've a very heard... it has a loot system, which is what I like. There's like legendaries and stuff, and also the loot corresponds with. So in okay, let me start again there is a final fantasy 14 online has a system where if you pick a class and you level up to a certain level you can change your class into like an upgraded version of your class so let's say if you're a white mage to start off with you'll end up like a healer an extra healer type class later on if you like evolve basically like an advanced uh class there's a very similar system in this final fantasy game I think everyone starts out as like a basic swordsman, and you can sort of choose like a skill tree which way you want to go with your job. Much like in much older previous uh, Final Fantasies where there was like Black Mage, White Mage, I don't know, the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like the usual, right? And I think uh, like Lancer, you know, all this kind of stuff. And from what I've seen in the trailer, it's made me go, oh. Is that, like, the fact, as soon as, okay, I'm a, I'm a sucker, you know me, I'm a sucker for skill trees, and the second I saw a loot system and a skill tree, I was like, I'm in. Don't really need much more. And I will say, the game does look a hell of a lot more polished than it did. So I recommend you watch the, the video. I think it's only about five minutes long. It's really, honestly, it's like, it's really worth just checking, just to see.
1: No, I will, I'll check like, it out. Like, even
0: if you're not even fussed about that, it's the fact that it's Final Fantasy does help. Yeah, of course. I think I'm actually curious now about what the story is going to be. I'm hoping it's yeah, going well, to be good. the
1: fact they've put Final Fantasy on the front of it even makes me want to play it. You know. Well, I, I think the fact
0: it. that it's called Final Fantasy Origins, they're trying to. I think this is supposed to be like a massive prequel to like most of the Final Fantasy games. Interesting. And they've also gone that Crystal route. Yeah. Which me and you know a lot of the law to do with crystals, <laughs> yeah. and how that all works. So they've sort of gone. The fact that they've gone the crystal route makes me even more excited as to like what what more story could they be telling here? You know.
1: So is in the is it the Fabula Nova Crystallis?
0: I don't think so. But it kind of like they've kind of taken that aesthetic at least. Yeah. With sure, crystals, sure, sure. like when you defeat an enemy in this, you sort of like turn their blood into a crystal and then smash them. Oh. like that's part of like the death animation right it's sort of like part of your like hero ability or whatever
1: yeah so no, i'm I actually, actually kind of looking forward to this <laughs> i actually tried neo like two days ago
0: oh weird okay no that's sort a of coincidence yeah
1: we'll talk about it later obviously sure. um and uh what i was just going to say was apparently neo 2 is genuinely like the hardest game ever
0: yeah i mean the first one was difficult enough Right, right, right. I I've actually... i
1: heard they're more difficult than Souls, but
0: I don't... Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Wow. In okay. my in my opinion, I'd say they are, yeah. Souls was easy. I think majority of white oh, people yeah, find Souls... That, okay, in my <laughs> mind, at least, in my opinion, uh, Souls was easy, but the majority of it being hard was actually people being fearful of dying and resetting far back. Like, let's say you hadn't got to the next bonfire. People were yeah. like... More scared about going in and just losing and being one one hit killed, you know. I think that's where most of the actual difficulty comes from—is your actual your own fear of getting to the next part of the game,
1: rather than just I, embracing
0: that. Same for me. Like I had, to, I had to massively embrace. Like I had to let go of the fear of going to the next part and just like confidence pushing my way through the game. Basically, that's pretty much how I finished the game. Is you just need to let go of the fear of like dying. It, just, it doesn't really matter. How
1: did you get past um, Schmau and Ornstein, is it?
0: Excuse me? What, the, the boss battle with the two people? Yeah. The big one and the small one, one with the big hammer yeah. and the small lancer? How did I get yeah. past it?
2: Like, was that beat your
1: heart? Was that the biggest hurdle for you in that game?
0: No. I was actually looking forward to that. That was probably one of my favourite boss battles in that game.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah, Jay, we should move on. We should move on. Yeah, out yeah. Of time. Uh, Please, not that we ever run out of time. Uh. We've got the new segment, Jay. Are we confident in the name?
0: Well, I'll tell you why it's called this in a second. Well, I'll t- I could, t- I could tell you now. Do you want me to tell you now? Sure. So, in the new Pokemon game, yes, because it's set in a very old uh, era of like feudal Japan, basically. There's no such thing as a computer. So you can't store your pokemon in a pc. But where do pokemon usually hang out on a farm? They hang out in pastures. So now in your main hub city that you live in basically in the game, there's a pasture which can just hold like an infinite amount of pokemon basically. That's so cool. So instead of this this segment being called pokey corner or you know, and we haven't really properly come up with anything. I just thought pokey pasture just sounds cool, you know just where all the pokemon are
1: is that called that in the game
0: no it's just called a pasture in the game but i thought I mean, i'd give it like a what's the what's the what's the what's it called when you have like two letters in a row for like um two words yeah, I
2: don't
0: know. so like I don't, cat's I don't cradle yeah, yeah
1: yeah. or
0: like yeah. uh great gnome but that wouldn't really work Or great grape there's a yeah, word for it, isn't there? What like whatever do. that is, yeah. <laughs> is what I, is what it sounds nice as a Pasture. It's just like Pippa, you know, pee pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just prepare. sounds good.
1: Pepe, pepe. Pepe. Yeah, so the new segment's Pokey Pasture. Sure. So
0: So we just kinda I just wanna I just wanna like see if you have <laughs> any questions about Pokemon like, and I can answer them as to the best of my ability. I kind of actually wanna know where what the last Pokemon game you played was. Alright. And I'm guessing it probably How would have been Leaf Green. specific probably.
1: are we doing this? Are okay. you talking about which one I actually sort of bought and played?
0: Yeah, you bought it to the, for the idea of I'm going to play this game. You specifically went out and bought it on playing this game.
1: Pokemon Diamond.
0: Diamond, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know.
1: So I don't know if you remember this, but I jumped on when you jumped on when it first came out. At the time, I was a big Pokemon fan. Yeah. So my main... It's funny, really, because I say that. I basically play two games. So my main entry point was Sapphire. So my brother got Ruby, I got Sapphire. Oh, uh, okay. Leaf
0: Queen and Fire Red were first, weren't they?
1: Then Leaf Queen Fire Red came out.
0: Was it really that way around?
1: Yeah, I think so. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I'm about to find out.
1: <laughs> he's he's Googling. And then...
0: Oh, you are done. right. You are totally right. It was two years after, Jesus. Actually, Emerald Boom. came out the same year as Fire Red and Midbrain, but yeah, continue.
1: Oh, okay. And then... I never wow. played Emerald. And then... um. And then we got... I got diamond. I don't think my brother got I got
0: pearl. pearl. I got pearl. You got pearl. Yeah. Actually, now that's a lie. Uh, I got diamond. Continue.
1: And uh, yeah, that was it, mate. And I just that, I fell off. So um, So the too.
0: only ones you've played is Ruby or Sapphire, whichever one. Sapphire. I know you had fire red. I'm pretty sure you didn't have leaf green.
1: I had leaf green.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, you did have leaf green. My dad had fire red. And you got Diamond. Yeah. So you've only you've only However, really...
2: Yeah.
1: I have played... Yeah. Blue, yeah. red, yeah. yellow...
0: Yeah.
1: And I want to say Sick. Silver or Crystal.
0: Okay. So you've played seven Pokemon games, and the last one you played was in 2006.
1: <laughs> that would be correct. Roughly. That would be correct.
0: So weirdly, I actually have like a similar... Um, Pokemon experience to you, I'd say mine was basically the same as yours. And then okay. once um Diamond and Pearl was over, I never I think I stopped until black and white. So I, I had a four year break. Black and white so came minute, out. Hold
1: a minute. Did you start a Sapphire Ruby? Uh
0: no, I started uh yellow. Wow. Okay. Um I played Crystal, I remember that. Oh, I played dude, Ruby and Sapphire, I played Leaf Green and Fire Red, I played Emerald and I played Diamond and Pearl.
1: Just quickly, Jay, uh, like genuinely missing that second generation is one of my biggest regrets in gaming
0: ever. Just well, you ever. didn't miss it. You played Silver, right? Is that what you said?
1: I played it, but basically I had something wrong with the cartridge and it yeah. wouldn't save. It, well, this is the
0: thing. I, oh. I played it, but I don't remember anything. The only thing I remember is the start of Pokemon. Okay. I remember picking the grass one. That was it. Sure. Magnanium sure. or whatever it was. Prasithia. And then, so, Sorry,
1: yes. Yeah, so you got to Pearl.
0: Yeah, don't apart. I had I had a four year break. I missed out on platinum, and I missed out on Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I hate that I missed out on that. Um,
1: are they considered the best remakes out of curiosity?
0: Heart Gold and Soul Silver? I think the probably the most beloved. Yeah.
1: Is that because like why is that?
0: Because Gold, Silver, and Crystal were so beloved. Because they were More they were the last the- Pokemon games to come out before it changed into Ruby and Sapphire. Like, there was a big shift in how the game looked and was perceived. You know.
1: So even in Crystal, Silver, Gold, was mm-hmm. there still like some original Pokemon and then some new Pokemon like the No, I think now, it was just was... all
0: Gen 2 Pokemon, I can't actually remember, but there might have been some Gen 1 in there, more
2: likely. Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, four Understood. year break after Diamond and Pearl to Black and White, and then I basically played every Pokemon game apart... F- I've played every Pokemon game since 2000... 2000- well, since after I had the break, from Black and White in 2010 to... Brilliant diamond shine and pound from last year, and then Arceus tomorrow, preferably. The only one I missed was um, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. The only okay. one I missed since then. So I've there's X been, and Y. Yeah, played X and Y. So Black and White was 2010. Black Black and White Two was 2012. X and Y was 2013. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which was the remakes or the reboots of, not remakes. They were like. Um, they're basically what BDSP is, so they're like the brilliant diamond and shining pearl of ruby and sapphire. Are they
1: remakes? They were, not just, remakes? We not they they were made again,
0: but in like three D, basically.
1: Yeah, that's a remake. Yeah,
0: basically. Okay. Um, Sun and Moon came out two years later. Ultra Sun and Moon came out after that. I have those. I have one of those. Then I missed out on Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee because that was the first one that came out on Switch, and I didn't yeah. want to get Switch for those. So I thought those games were like way too kiddish. They they deliberately made those games like super easy basically like even most pokemon fans hate those games like some there's that it's like that pokemon game is very split either you love or you hate that game in the pokemon fandom like half people love it half hate it i've
1: heard that even the more newer normal pokemon games are easier than the originals and
0: stuff like that um up for debate i'd say I don't know. I'd say that they're definitely challenging, but in different ways. Hard to explain, really. <laughs> like there's there's usually like one or two hard, either gym or elite four members that you really have to like make sure you are on it for, and then the rest of the game is pretty easy.
2: Okay.
0: So you just got to make sure that those important battles are taken care of. Um, and then yeah, Sword and Shield in 2019, which is the reason I bought a Switch. I was like, yeah, this is good enough of a game for me to buy a Switch. I buy that. I didn't
1: realize you bought it that recently, actually. So
0: 2019, yeah, that would have been November yeah. 2019, I think.
1: I thought you got a Switch like a year, the year it came out. But anyway,
0: no. Uh, and then BDSP uh, last year, and then Arceus tomorrow. So I'm so, all caught yeah. up on Pokemon and Gen Nine. Okay, so there's a guy called the Riddler on Twitter. Okay. And he he has like a, a a source that he gets his information from, where he knows all the Pokemon information. Basically, he has like a person on the inside who knows right. all the Pokemon information. He's a leaker. Yeah. So there's like a leak thing online, and everyone looks forward to it. I'll actually go into it in a second, really quick. Um, but he has uh has hinted to the fact that in April we'll be getting the um the announcement for Gen 9 Pokemon, so the next new Pokemon game. <laughs> And that will probably come out end of this year or start of next year. So I reckon we'll probably get the announcement in April and we'll either be playing it in November or we'll be playing it middle of next year. Because I know that that Game Freak has two teams. One team has been working on Legends Arceus, the other team's been working on Gen 9.
1: And uh, is the announcement usually following the release quite soon thereafter uh, is that Usually, the way yeah i think
0: that's kind of why people are thinking that we might be playing it this year yeah because yeah. i think why this, this
1: spread is... the releases out you know why not yeah i
0: don't know i think they're probably just still trying to ca- i think most companies at the minute are trying to capital- capitalize on that uh, lockdown money where everyone saved up a right. bunch of money and they're just trying to make sure that they're sucking all out of them as quick as they can fair
1: enough That makes sense jay I can talk about Pokemon all day. Yep. I really can, but we should move on. We can roll on. Um, so more next week. Lo- I mean, loads more next well, week. Well, yeah, because I
0: guess, I will say, Arcus was supposed to come next Wednesday. It's coming officially tomorrow now, So I will be playing it tomorrow. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, thank God it for that. I'm oh, sure yeah, you'll let me, me know. you send me a picture
1: anyway. Oh yeah,
0: can. I'll definitely be updating you 100%. Good man. As soon as I catch you so, so show. Shan- trans-
1: <laughs> can you please transition us to the news? Oh, so the news. guys, okay. we've got quite a lot of news this week. As, as kind of predicted we've got lots of reports and things following the acquisition but also some star wars stuff going on so without further ado jay i'm just to introduce the new stories and then you can take us through them because you listed most of them this week yeah. so i'll do a quick um, summary new blog post by blizzard saying that they're working on a new survival game in mm-hmm. a brand new universe so like new ip new website. ip
0: I don't know exactly what this what this is, but there's already some key art to sort of like suggest what the game might look like. And it looks very like just sort of like foresty and scavengy. I'm not sure exactly what the game is. Like they say survival, but I mean basically they're trying to hire people to be like come on over kind of thing, you
1: know. Oh, so it could be quite early in development then?
0: I say extremely so. Probably like pre production.
1: Right, okay.
0: See, like so interestingly, <laughs> Jay, <I'm, laughs> I, mean I don't know
1: why, but for me, I know things have to tick along, right? I get that. Sure. Uh, but if I was Microsoft, after the acquisition's completed, I would just be like, right, guys, let's just go radio silent for, like, at least a year, you know what I mean? And just get everything <sighs> cooking just, in the yeah, oven. Yeah,
0: you know? get some stuff prepared get stuff stuff started baking and then we'll start giving announcements in like E3 in like a year and a half two years you know.
1: yeah when everything's ready
0: and then about two years after that the first game will come out and boom we're good to go exactly (laughs) popularity restored (laughs) reputation restored (laughs) exactly exactly
1: so are you excited about this new IP
0: or it's more of just like a a hope kind of thing you know I'm not sure what it is but it kind of like makes me think oh my god they're already like starting on new things
1: you think this is following the acquisition? They've Not necessarily, like
0: or... but I just think that um, maybe from the acquisition, it might have just maybe they might have like gone right. We need to start making this, you know, the hiring process public a bit more. So I feel like hiring processes for games have they've never really like announced it on their social media. I think this is one of the first times I've ever seen uh, a game company announce on their uh, official social media, "Hey, we're hiring for this." usually it's all like behind the scenes and I've mentioned it on the podcast before about behind the scenes I remember when Naughty Dog was like hiring people for Last of Us 2 and we didn't know it was Last of Us 2 yet mm. this was like mm. how many years ago like three years ago probably <laughs> well,
1: more than that probably yeah right?
0: exactly yeah. yeah
1: well you're right it, it could be three years ago because um, obviously they're hiring while the project's going on whenever yeah So next up, Jay, as reported by Bloomberg, Mm -hmm. I imagine Drayton Shry, though I haven't checked. Uh, Call of Duty could move away from annual releases according to high-level employees.
0: I also can add on to that with, I think, Activision, Blizzard. I think there was another thing that came out saying that the next three releases were going to be um, on, on a, PlayStation I think either exclusively on PlayStation or also PlayStation I can't remember exactly No, what it's
1: I'm, uh... no I'm sure that would be also PlayStation yeah
0: well, I want probably also sure. so I think there might be like some sort of like contract built into this acquisition of well the next three titles have to be on PlayStation yeah. also but after that it could be exclusive to Xbox if you want it to be sure something like sure. that you know i think they might have already had a contract in place you know it could have been anything like that
1: so. i imagine they would have already had a contract in
0: place yeah they must have done this personally. is probably just this is just to let people know you know we're not going exclusive yet hang on
1: <laughs> yeah i
0: it also gives people time to be like... like, "Oh, I should probably buy an Xbox in the next couple of years."
1: I was going to say, I feel like the fact they had to announce that almost shows their intention to make it exclusive after those contracts are up. Personally, mm-hmm. or if that leaked or whatever. And they kind of
0: it goes well with what you said about it potentially moving away from um, annual releases. If we get a card every two years, that means minimum six years, or no, minimum eight years until we see exclusive um, card games on Xbox. Because if the next That's three so titles. Long, Uh, every two years that means you know six years until they're all out but about eight years till the fourth one is on exclusive
1: dude what about if they do this right what about if they pull a bungee and they're like yeah the next three cods will be on playstation right and they do a normal one next year or maybe even the year after and then they do like two fucking like dl big dlc expansions and they're like no no they're a separate release they're a cod game
0: you know what i mean
1: like they yeah, could, they, they like could. they could pull that. Yeah, they probably. could pull
2: it. They
0: could probably pull that. That's very true. That's very true. You're like, so
1: I mean that because Bungie obviously did ODST and Reach. Yeah, I know that's Reach is a full Halo yeah. game, but again, I I would argue Reach did not have the impact of uh, you know a title. Uh, sorry, a numbered Halo game. Um, although and I although I love ODST, it's not as big as. A, ODST oh, Halo is
0: game. the moody teenager of of Halo. So it is. <laughs> And I feel I'm like Reach is like when the teenager finally decides to get up and get a job.
2: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how those... That, uh... that is
0: genuinely how those games feel to me. That's exactly like right. The teenager turned 18, right, I've got to get a job now. So
1: uh, opened up the curtain. He uh, Phil Spencer, sorry, Jay. I'm just. Oh, you uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft Gaming, new oh. title following the acquisition, spoke to the Washington Post, whereby uh, I will take this quote from there. I was looking at the IP list. I mean, let's go. End quote. Yes, I quote, like yeah. King's Quest, Guitar Hero, and then some more Name in there as well. Them, so yeah. basically. Phil Spencer is obviously bright enough to know that you know they're not just buying the current the games in development and names no. like Call of Duty and Diablo they're buying all the names all the yeah. stuff that could be like stuff
0: that's games. even like yeah. hasn't come out in a while and sort of like faded into into history you know into the past there's also another game in there that I don't think a lot of people realise Candy Crush was owned by Activision Blizzard yes cause and the, that I game King, makes right? millions a year like hundreds of if millions, not billions, millions a year. Probably, if not billions probably over a billion yeah Wow. So that's base- that game is basically going to fund the next lot of games that come out of Activision Blizzard. Can you Dude, believe that, it? They've got a cash so cow funny, just funding all these so games. <laughs> that is
1: probably so true.
0: Yeah, it's 100% true. Of like, course it is. How do
1: you think the new Call of Duty? Ah, uh, Candy Crush.
0: Honestly, they're probably going to make their money back a lot sooner than you think. Oh, yeah. That's 70 billion. They're probably going to make that back in about a decade. Probably less. See, so I thought
1: this, Jay, about uh, Star Wars. And I thought this about Minecraft. So they bought Minecraft for $2 billion. It's now the biggest game in the world, and it's sold 218 million units or something yeah. like that. That's Not made including its money back. Minecraft Story Mode, Minecraft Dungeons, That's made its money back, like,
0: merchandise. probably 10 times over, right? What, $20 billion? I mean, maybe. Probably. I mean, you got to think, how maybe. much does each copy of Minecraft cost? I don't, times I don't by know 218 about. million copies? Well, they
1: obviously bought it, you know, after it boomed, Roughly. so, you know what I mean? I mean
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. That's
1: so, I lot. also think it's about, do you think Disney have got their, I want to say they bought Star Wars for, like, six billion, didn't they, or something like that? I think like it that. was,
0: like, seven, maybe, like, 6.97, seven, something Mate, like that. that's yeah. so cheap for Star this, Wars, by the way. I saw a list, someone put a list out on Twitter of how much each of these games companies at the minute are, like, worth, like, Square Enix, Capcom. There's a big thing, I have a feeling... Sony is going to be buying Square Enix and Capcom very soon. They're really? going to buy them in a, in a similar acquisition to sort of compete.
1: Oh, I don't know, bro. I'm okay with PlayStation. Do you know how cheap Square they are? Enix, because... Square
0: Enix and Capcom—they're roughly between five and seven billion each not a lot. What's,
1: I mean I mean that's as much as Bethesda do. That's 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 Yeah, it's
0: a, it's a lot. Like obviously that's a lot of money, but for these for these companies, I don't know how much Sony is worth, but Microsoft worth a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you yeah. know, it's they could easily just for the money that they spent on Activision Blizzard, they could have bought I think 10 other game companies including Take-Two combined. Take-Two, Capcom, Bandai Namco, Square Enix. Like there's so many they could have bought combined for the same price that they did for Activision Blizzard. It's insane. It's probably but like a monopoly insane.
1: on the police. They the could have system. bought like they could have bought them. They maybe even could have bought like Naughty Dog. Ubisoft and still <laughs> it wouldn't be as much as Activision Blizzard. No. Like,
2: no.
0: That's mental. Yeah, I know. Money moves, man. Mogul moves.
1: Ugh. Last up on the news this sorry, second to last, penultimate. Okay. Uh we have news comes by way of Cat Bailey at IGN, though I'm not really sure where they confirmed this, but alas we move on. Star Wars games are still being made at EA. I say that because Ubisoft are making one. However, good news, great news, everyone. Respawn, who made Fallen Order, are making a sequel to Fallen Order, which I assume we all pretty much knew about. But they're also making an FPS and a strategy game in the Star Wars universe. I have
0: a feeling one of those will probably be mobile.
1: Just it's very possible.
0: It's very possible.
1: No, but Respawn wouldn't make it. No, but mobile. they might
0: they might get like ten cents to help them out with it or something.
1: I mean, who knows? They could do. They could yeah. do. The
0: thing is, Star I... Wars haven't had a good track record in the last year or two, other than Fallen and Order. Fallen and Order was the in best that, Star Wars dude, game that came out in recent history. Dude, dude,
1: dude, dude. They haven't had a good track record in like the last twelve years.
0: No, the mobile games that have come out for it have been pretty terrible. Um mobile the games Squadrons terrible, was terrible. terrible. Squadron's not great. Battlefront's terrible, yeah. Like, like, I feel like they've Fallen out of like Order the was... last ten games, maybe two or three of them have been good.
1: Dude, Fallen Order, it like it's not, it's really not that hard, is it? Like, oh, let's make a
0: decent game. That game was so game. good. You know oh, what I mean? So good. You actually almost got me to replay it during the week. I was like, do I want to play oh, it again? Oh <laughs> man,
1: it's, it's good.
0: I was so close. So,
1: I Jay, I'm a huge fan of respawn. Yes, you I are. still Titanfall, hold yeah. that Titanfall 1 is, first of all, incredible multiplayer. Exact- that is what Call of Duty should and should have been. Yeah. Titanfall 2, I say the same thing. And I don't like Apex Legends, because to me it's like a restrictive like it, Titanfall. However, yeah. it obviously does well. You yeah, know, it like does, it's yeah. doing well. Very so well. I just think they know exactly what they're doing. I, know- I think they know yeah. where they want to go. And I think they know how to make great games. And I don't know how, but Vince Ampella over there, can clearly navigate the, uh, the top level EA guys to the point where he's like we're not putting microtransactions in full order you can fuck off yeah well I mean they've now know. got the
0: experience from Apex to now put into the next Star Wars thing right right, right. That's, a lot, that's a lot of money too I will tell you that game has made some bank Apex a lot of money we're talking like. Dude, I
1: feel like that's the quiet Fortnite one. Money, Like you know? Fortnite's loud and Warzone's loud, but I never hear anything about Apex.
0: It's a bit. You have to be in the right circles. I hear about it a lot.
1: Is it just because like they're just doing doing it well? Like there's I think yeah, it's a little bit
0: like how Overwatch League was doing their sort oh, of thing. Right, right, right. Very right, similar. Right, like to, it wasn't really that loud, but it was doing really, really well at the time. Yeah. I don't even know if they're sometimes doing it. Sometimes
1: when you're not hearing about a game is the best thing, right? In yeah, it's some,
0: honestly a lot of the time, sometimes it's just good to let them quietly get on with it, you yeah. know.
1: Oh so true,
0: man. That's on.
1: a great dude, overwatching that game perfect. Apex
0: is is actually really big in the Korean scene, Japanese scene, Eastern European scene. Yeah, it's it's big in a lot of places. Just it's actually quieter, I think, in the west than it is in the east, honestly.
2: Yeah, it's sure. kinda of
0: big over there. Yeah. Japan and Korea are Last... killing it with that.
1: There, you are. last up, Jay. Uh, Elding Ring can be. I, I assume this story, by the way, comes from all the Dying Light nonsense for about five hundred hours and stuff like that. But anyway, a producer from From Software, Yasuhiro uh-huh. Kitao. Sorry, I butchered that. He said that Elding Ring can be finished in thirty hours. Yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of side stuff. This is part of a uh, interview which happened on the Tapai game show, and then reported on by jared Moore, IGN. Sorry, i feel joking.
0: like this seems to be a bit of a trend at the minute is they're doing a lot of games that have like a set amount of time so actually it's a lot of like the fallout model right where the main game takes 30, 20 to 30 hours to finish but if you want to have the best experience you want to do all the other stuff surrounding the main game to sort of pad out and make it last 40 50 60 70 100 hours so that you're actually having a bit more of an experience and Probably enjoying the main story more, just because you're actually playing it like you would a real person. Right. So I imagine that *Elden Ring* probably is going to take 60 out. You know, at least double that with the side stuff. You know, at least. Yeah. So I know *Pokémon like- Arceus* has got a similar model. So.
1: I'm sure it will be the biggest Souls game, but, you know, like, I'm not expecting... Like, I feel like that's that's kind of a, the nice evolution of that of those games, right? Like, isn't that pretty much how long you'd expect it, Jay, as a fan of those games? Yeah, Dark Souls... Right. How
0: long did Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 take me? Uh, it must have been around the 30, 40 mark. Right. And they're not really, like, a side quest game. They're sort of just, like, main no. go through and do what you need to do kind of thing, you know? Which is
1: funny, because, yeah. again, that's something where, like, that's something that's not been present in those games. Not saying they need them, but like no. you never hear anyone more. talk about the fact that it hasn't got any side stuff in it, do you? Like, I feel like
0: Elden Ring is is Dark Souls on on like crack. You know, it's just kind of like they've they've made it they've made it so much more expansive, even though it's like because yeah. Dark Souls, like the Dark Souls games, really are the same as Elden Ring in that it's one just it's just one giant map. I don't think a lot of people realize that. The game is actually just like a massive ring. It's like a halo, basically. You can walk around the whole of the entirety of the game in one massive ring. You can just keep going round and round and round if you need to. So they've basically just made that, but without the walls. And they just took the walls away. I and mean, then like, oh, it's all open. It's the no. same game. It's just built differently. It, built this sounds different.
1: Breath of the Wild inspired, <laughs> Jay. And I can't help but note that so the games <laughs> taking this. Pokemon uh...
0: Arcus has taken so much from uh, from uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. So but many people I, love that game, you know.
1: Yeah, and uh, I haven't played it. Um, I'm not going And to. I'm not saying that it wasn't, you know, like kind of taking the next stepping stone in the open world design, but...
2: Oh,
0: no, I did a I good job about it, I think we forgetting that
1: games like Oblivion and Morrowind, you know, really did, oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe, innovate on the, you know, here's the world, off you go, you know, kind of thing. I feel like we're in thing. that
0: next section of, like, meta when it comes to gaming, where, like, Fortnite came out and then every game after that, and PUBG sort of had that, every game after that sort of had that Battle Royale system and Battle Pass right. system. Now we've sort of moved from um, like the open world games now have sort of just all become Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild is now the new Fortnite when it comes to that side of gaming. It's just sort of people have seen a model and gone, oh we can improve that or we can take make our own like it's it's almost like just you know taking inspiration it's like a new band coming out and being like well we took inspiration from Deftone, so we thought we'd make a album that sounds a bit like them because we like them that's just how we want to sound too same sort right. of thing but like, there's nothing wrong with it and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be seen as like a wrong thing to do i just think it's it's great you know if it works and you still want to play those kind of games then go ahead i don't know when it's going to start getting uh tiresome though because the whole Fortnite model definitely got tiresome and like the whole battle royale thing, even though it's still going, like with the bloody first soldier thing or whatever, it's still it is a little bit tiresome. Much like the zombie stuff, stuff, you know, all the bloody too much, too many zombie things.
2: Yeah, dude, <laughs> it just gets like
0: tiresome zombies, really quick.
1: Battle royale, like, yeah. I'm so sick of battle pass. And now it's Breath of I the Wild. It's just, just moving on. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, on the single player avenue. For yeah, sure. single player, yeah.
0: it's gone Breath of the Wild. Multiplayer, it's gone Fortnite and PUBG and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, that's why. I, probably why I don't play multiplayer that often, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. Jake, please transition us to your topic screen. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, I guess... Yeah, we'll all this moving transitions, stuff. Background yeah. transitions, like it increases the size exponentially. I don't know why. <clears throat> so, Jake, your uh, game for I this week... I forgot what my is, game was. Oh, is yeah. ...is a small game called Rainbow Six Extraction.
0: Yeah, I haven't played... Okay, so... I needed something to fill the time between... Uh, days Gone and Arceus, um, and I thought, well, uh, Extraction looked appealing to me when I saw the trailer in E3 the first time, or whenever it came out, and I was like, oh, okay, I actually pretend, I don't like Rainbow Six, but this looks good, this looks like it's taking what looks appealing from Rainbow Six and making it more accessible, and that's exactly what they've done, they've basically made an accessible Rainbow Six, Like it has, you, you can play it like the other Rainbow Six, where you can sort of like, Shift your body to move and like go around corners and stuff and be very tactical, but you don't need to do that to enjoy the game. And I think that's what I like about games like that is that you can choose, you get the choice, right? So I think even in Rainbow Six, I'm sure you get the choice. But this this game just, I think, as like an overall, I'm very glad that it feels as accessible as it is. So I'm very happy about that. Also, the way that the they sort of modeled the game is very similar to uh, Back for Blood, which me and you played. Last year. And I was yeah. kinda like I in my mind I had like a vision of what Back for Blood was when I started playing and I had all they had all these like skins for the guns, right? And there was a system in which you could get cosmetics. The way that I had it in Back for Blood was sort of like a really toned down version of what I had in my head. But this Rainbow Six extraction is actually kind of more of what I had in my head. Like there's a lot more going on. It's cool it almost has a bit of an apex system where there's actually a lot of skins to choose from and they don't actually look too bad so and you can unlock them all i think or most of the good like a lot of good ones without having to pay any money so that's handy you just got to be good at the game to unlock the best ones (laughs) so at least i'm glad that there's some sort of system where in place where you can actually unlock things just by playing the game so i'm very happy about that i don't know if you have any questions about uh the game
1: well i was just gonna ask like is it good?
0: Do you yes, enjoy it? I enjoy it a lot. I'm kind of bummed I haven't played it to a degree. I might come back to it. I have a feeling it's probably going to be around for a while. At least a year. And so I'll give it a year. you know. Sure. Maybe nine months at the minimum. But I think, it, I think it'll be around. I mean, Rainbow Six did long enough. So.
2: And I have yeah, a feeling funny. that a
0: lot of Rainbow Six people actually are starting to move away from Rainbow Six and trying to find other things. I feel like Rainbow Six is starting to not die, but like definitely decrease in in player base so
1: yeah it's funny because i was sort of thinking in my head thinking about this in the sense of gta 5 and red dead 2 where at the point of red dead 2 releasing especially red dead online you think hold on a minute do you actually want to release this game because it will basically cut into your current online audience Uh and i felt the same with this game where i think six siege is so big i assume still why release another game you know to cut into that audience however you know they're game developers they make games and at some point i assume they want to make something new yeah
0: i mean you know they've, they've spent what six or seven years on rainbow six at this point right like it's been out a long time it might have been longer if it than if now, makes
1: I money think. and it works you know what i mean yeah
0: i think they're trying to find another. like this to me feels like a youtuber who's starting their second channel you know what i mean
1: Right. Yeah. they're like yeah, oh i could yeah, probably yeah, make
0: yeah, a little yeah, bit more yeah. money by doing the same thing but slightly different YouTube channel with a two on the end, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but it's good. I actually prefer the second channel than I do the first channel, so. Interesting. In this okay. instance. I think it's, it's, it's got a very nice aesthetic. It's got a very, like, biohazard type. I like, I don't know, I've, I've always liked the way that gas masks look. I've always liked that kind of, like, that kind of, like, um, biohazard type thing, you like, know, with what the yellows mean. and the whites and the blacks. Like the very sharp, crisp colours and stuff, and it all looking a bit like um, Stalker, you know, the, the game Stalker, the sort of Eastern yeah. European like that kind of like aesthetic, or quite dark and yeah, that's it's very similar to that. So in the way it looks, but yeah. Any more questions? For
1: Unfortunately, me? I don't have loads of questions, shay Because frankly, I just don't know anything about <laughs> it. So. But sure. It sounds good, but look, yeah, I think I'll come you, back to I, it definitely. I'm more excited to hear about Arceus next week you know uh, true. not to say I'm not excited to hear about you and extraction you know I'm glad you've tried it out I'm glad you had a
0: good time yeah I'm glad I tried out as well actually uh, I think it definitely uh, yeah. has a lot of potential is it making waves I don't know it's... I haven't really seen I haven't really been paying attention to anything so maybe not but again it might be one of those things where I'm not in the right circle to notice Sure. Necessarily, I haven't really been on Twitch enough to see if anyone's playing it on there. I haven't seen any major streamers play it, so that might be why it's probably not making as much of a noise yeah. as it usually would.
1: I had a question for you actually, Jay. When you're taking a break from gaming, does that include all formats of gaming, such as Twitch and look like, or is that no,
0: It's primarily it? just console. If I'm if I'm taking a break from gaming, I'm still playing on my phone. It's mainly just, like, right. the big screen, I think, is what I mean Understood. by that.
2: Yeah. Understood. Yeah.
0: It's just a sort of, like, like a palate cleanser just to make sure that I'm definitely ready for something a bit more. Like, my brain, if my brain's constantly playing something through the week, and then at the end of the week I want to start a new thing, I'm going to be a lot fresher and a lot more inclined to want to do well at that thing at the end of the week. If I didn't have that beginning and first five days of the week all packed of, like, mental having to think about and concentrate on a game. I know that I'd like that. That extraction game takes a lot of concentration, so I know if I'd, I'd I'd be very mentally exhausted by now if I'd been playing it all week. So I want to be as not mentally exhausted as possible.
1: <laughs> good, good. So you're like as good as you can be for when Arceus is coming. Yeah,
0: exactly. Poised. I love
1: it. Friday's such a good release day as well, dude.
0: Perfect, perfect
1: day. Um, I have spoken to you about this, Jay, uh, earlier this week, but I wanted to speak to the people about it. Yeah. So. Me and Jay had a very important conversation on last week's show, which you can obviously go listen to unless the world's ended. And um, <laughs> <Okay>. basically, we <laughs> we basically say, we we basically were able to articulate the reason why Jay plays certain difficulties on certain games and why I play certain difficulties on certain games. Yes. Uh, and in short, um, you know, if Jay's looking for story, uh, he will likely choose a kind of easier difficulty because he sees... He almost sees combat encounters and things like that almost, almost as a type of barrier that that can get in the annoying or in the way of experiencing the story, right? So he's not like you know just like you know not doing anything, but I th- I th- by the way correct me if I'm wrong, Jay. Okay. Um But he's like playing on easy because he's like he wants to see the story. He's not yeah. necessarily playing Guardians for the experience of the combat
2: necessarily.
0: I'd say it's actually Guardians as an as in a. Uh example, actually example. Like 50/50. it's actually like 50 right. 50 it's kind of like um the story was important for me but the combat the combat was easy enough and like for for it to sort of like almost like an auto you know it kind of coasted it didn't need to really concentrate yeah that much. so yeah there's like there was more like a 70 30 there but yes yeah, so, sure I
1: agree. yeah yeah and then we found out that actually for some reason when i like story games i like to have the right like a, a difficulty setting that challenges me enough where I feel sort of satisfied by combat. So like so for instance in a game like let's say just Mass Effects as an example, uh-huh. Jay might play it on easy or normal. 100% I, plan and I will easy. play yeah. it on Insanity. Yeah. Um because because well for one, if I can do insanity, anyone can. But I'm basically looking for the most challenging combat if I'm enjoying the story and enjoying the game, the most challenging combat that I can basically overcome that won't make me tear my hair out. Um so with this new insight, long story short, Jay has reminded me that I need to enjoy a game for game's sake and to enjoy the, the game itself and have a bit of challenge. I don't really know how to articulate it, which is kind of ironic because that's how this whole conversation got started. But I've basically revisited my back catalogue or games I own. Ah, this is and why.
0: I've, okay, <laughs> and I've started playing. You've games. been dabbling. Okay.
1: I have been dab. jay has been watching me dabble all. Yeah, he just like so oh many games God. that
0: he's been through. Division two, division all two, Fallen Order, Fallen Order, Neo, yeah. like everything.
1: Yeah, and I've basically just been like playing these games and being like, "Do I get a nice challenge from this? Do I enjoy how the game plays?" Move. So basically, what Jay has um, reminded me, if not taught me straight up, yeah. is some games don't have to be. You know, story wise, they don't have to be The Witcher 3 or Last of Us Part 2. They don't have to do that. But whatever they are good at or whatever you enjoy, just focus on that bit. So, mm. like Division 2, I struggled because I was trying to get into this fucking story and like this. Lore. Okay. I, I know I don't care about it. And now that I've let go of that, I just play it. Can I
0: make an observation? That is actually, that's really good. I like what you said there, actually. like So, you went into the Division thinking, oh, I need to know what the story is for this. So, the combat took a bit of a backseat. But what you should have done is not worried about the story at all, and just let the combat speak and enjoy the combat. And the story, like, it's it really is a bit of a 50/50. Like, for me, it's subliminal a lot of the time. Like, I didn't go into Division thinking, oh, I'm not going to care about the story. It just happened that way anyway. Like, the story didn't the, the story didn't grasp me enough for me to want to care about it. So the the combat sort of took over, and I realised while playing it that the combat was actually the main element. Of the game the story didn't really matter that much. But you sort of had a bit of a pre-thought, like you. I think what I think part of what it was is that you, when I was following the game pre, like when it was being developed and sort of the lead up to the release, um, I was following it, watching all the gameplay parts, looking. I was mainly concentrating on the combat. I was like, oh, the combat seems good to me. I'll focus on that. But I think maybe potentially while you were looking towards wanting to play, you didn't really see the combat as much. But you thought, oh, the story looks interesting. I'll probably try and concentrate on that while I'm playing it. So I think more of the time, it's probably more about timing and the situation of how you approach the game, more than actually like anything else. I think it's almost like a, it's like a bit of a just a random thing that can happen. Either. You're going to go and either you think about it before you play or you don't think about it and you just so happen to enjoy and you pick the right one. Like you kind of have to pick one, but sometimes you don't know which one, to, you don't right. know what is the right answer. But sometimes right. you happen to pick one, sometimes you happen to pick the wrong one. And you just got to hope you pick the right one.
1: And totally right. And I think moving forward, what I will try and do. Is keep as open as possible so that I can go down either road. If that well,
0: you can either do that or you can look into it and go and actually make the decision of which one is probably the better option story mm. first or combat first. Or I should say right. mechanics first, because you know, there might not yeah. always be combat. You know, whatever, it, whatever they. Yeah.
1: Or will it be genuinely both? A bit like the last. Or will, of us will it be, be a bit of Wii a? Ryzen you know. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like you kind of have Guardians to. Guardians. Or... Are you going to make a conscious de- decision each time you play a game, or are you just going to roll the dice? Like for me, I just roll the dice a lot of the time, and I have, I've. I think I've probably got a pretty good catch. Like I've got a good rate of like what happens to be. I don't. I can't remember the last time I played a game. And I picked the wrong one.
1: Like you thought the gameplay was what was driving you, but it's actually the story or vice versa or something like that.
0: I think it might have been Days Gone. But luckily for me, it flipped like part of the way through. I went into it thinking, oh, I'm going to like the story more. But then I'd probably say about five, six hours in, I was like, I don't need to. The combat is what actually matters. Like The, the gameplay matters more than the story to me. But then it kind of flipped again when I got to the end. And I was like, oh, the story actually matters more than the gameplay. It literally right. flipped like two or three times. And I think that can also happen. That can be a variable in which, depending on what part of the game you're playing, it can actually right. matter more, you know, depending on what you need totally. to know. So.
1: And I think in, as an addition to that point, uh-huh. right, you can... For instance, finish a game, love the story, but almost finishing the story drives the end game, where yes, you feel that's what I was going to come to one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like you, um, I think you made an example. Let's say, like for me, Mass Effect was the was the thing. So, sure. perfect example for you because you know a lot. You've already played the game and you know a lot about the story. So, for you, yes. you, you need the challenge to be able to come back and play it. You, that's the reason why you needed to come back and play it, it's for the challenge.
1: Oh, Jay, my mind is blown
0: okay. right now. But for me, I don't, I don't oh remember anything about the story. So, if I went back to play Mass Effect, it would be for the story and not for the challenge. Right. And that is why you chose to approach it with insanity, and I chose, I'm going oh to choose to, to approach it with easy. It's because you already know the story, so you don't need to you don't need to focus on it anymore. You just go for the this challenge. It's like
1: that's a it. therapy session. This it's the same thing with Spider
0: Man. The reason why I replayed Spider Man on hard, I knew the story already. Needed the right. challenge. You now that's exactly what it is. I think from most majority of the time, you're gonna do the challenging thing once you already know what the story is. Right. Once you know the story, the challenge then becomes the the appeal.
1: And I would argue a great game is one that can do both.
0: Do both, Nick. Again, we're 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 blowing each other's minds right now. You are one hundred percent right. And I think so, like, from, I mean, am trying. What is go a good on. example of one that nails both? Probably most Final Fantasy game. Any Final Fantasy game nails both.
1: That's so true. Most JRPGs. I mean if some remake, would you argue like if you did want to go down that hard mode route is definitely a challenging and a game? Yeah, you route, do it after say.
0: you played it once on easy. Right. Obviously. Right. <laughs> like this, I feel like we're basically we're dissecting exactly how gaming should we're, we're sort of going into the philosophy of gaming right now.
2: Right.
0: The philosophy of like the the mental gymnastics of why people enjoy games and why people make the decision to play games a certain way. That's exactly what we're doing. We're just doing it without realizing. We're all we're basically like Socrates and Plato just having a bit of a, a bit of a, nah, and nah. yeah, like the Natter, you know. We're just like totally like, we're just like we're just like bouncing off of each other with ideas about yeah. gaming philosophy, and I love that right now.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's awesome. This yeah. is exactly
1: we're writing why the book. I, we I wanted to do the podcast, or we want to do the podcast because yeah. just figure uh, it out. Yeah, say things until almost, things figure are figured it, out. You figure out. We would have the never have come
0: to this conclusion had we not started this podcast.
1: Exactly.
0: We finally. It only took a year, but we got there.
1: It, it really did take a <laughs> almost
0: year. Almost 52 I? episodes, 51 episodes yeah. so far. but yeah And I, you know, exactly. I've
1: hopefully helped Jay, you know, not buy every game he likes to look of. And, and on the other side, Jay has taught me how to actually enjoy games again. Yeah, so... you've,
0: you've definitely saved me a lot of money in the last year. Take that right now.
1: <laughs> so, Jay, with that. Positive ending. Shall we do a little bit of Pixel Perfect and then end? Sure,
0: sure, sure, sure.
1: For those who haven't played before, uh, Pixel Perfect is a game we play every week. Well, usually every week. This is the whereby, visual aspect uh, of the podcast. Yeah. Our, our production team has pixelated some game cover arts and Jay's got to guess him. Now, he will be as audio as possible for the audio listeners. However, there is a visual game, as Jay mentioned. So, Jay, first up, what is this game?
0: Well, there's four games here, and unfortunately, I know what they all are, which is... Oh,
1: more... shit. I
0: can couldn't I tell say, you... J- yeah, go on.
1: I was just going to say, uh, I actually told Al, this is, doesn't really count because it's four, and he was yeah, like, what no, is, I basically? can understand that. I can understand that. So, Jay, what, what do they look like, I guess?
0: Well, I mean, you know I know what these are.
1: Oh, I didn't realise you were that much of a fan.
0: I'm not, but it's, it's just kind of obvious, So right? easy.
1: Mate, <laughs> I said to well, make him hard, okay? I said, make them hard and don't do a certain series. No, this right? is fine. This and is then fine. he picks I like the this. most this is a good obvious colours I've ever seen. No,
0: this is a good start. So I, I actually want to go specific. I think this okay. is... It's definitely Sonic. It's four okay. Sonic games. Okay. But I don't know if they're 360 or if they're like DS. I want to say they're DS games. So I think I actually owned... The top left one. I think I have the top left one on DS.
1: This is getting
0: interesting. I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure these are DS, but they could be 360. I'm because tr- it look- almost looks like a GameCube thing on the left. I'm pretty sure it's, D- it's DS or Game Boy, <laughs> Game Boy or DS, one of the two. So yeah, I'm going with Sonic, and they're probably on Game Boy or DS.
1: Any titles at all? No. <sighs>
0: God, no. I couldn't give you specifics. I, I, I mean, I think one of them might be a racing one, maybe. Okay.
1: I will give it to you.
0: Okay. They are...
1: Can I have a platform? A final platform?
0: Uh, I mean, DS or Game Boy. I, I, it has to be one. I mean, that counts Make as one. Make a
1: decision. I'll
0: go with DS. It's probably Game Boy, though, just because I know the okay. purpley color. It is
1: Game Boy. Yeah. And it is Sonic Advance. Bugger. Oh, and Sonic Battle. Look at that. So, I definitely
0: uh, had Sonic Advance or Game Boy Advance.
1: Okay. Any good? Do you any good? Yeah.
0: Brilliant. I didn't have second or third one. I didn't have the other one. Yeah, I definitely had the first oh, one. I think I
1: had one of them too, bro. Maybe I borrowed it off you. I don't know. Probably
0: more than likely. Yeah, or maybe I saw that you had it and got it myself. Maybe something like that. I'm sure. Next up, Jay. Oh, I I know this. Damn it! What is it? By the way, guys, there is a
1: theme for all the games. Yeah, they're
0: all probably Game well. Boy games. What they are? God. Oh no, I know what this is. This is one of two games. It's either a Mario Kart, like an old Mario Kart game. Okay. Or it's CTR. Okay. But I don't know if. I don't think CTR. Why did you just stop streaming the thing? I didn't. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's, it, it's either CTR can or you see, Mario. Can you see it? Yeah, I can, can see, see it. it.
1: Okay.
0: I, I'm probably oh, well, going to go with.
1: My laptop's full. Hold on. Okay. No, it's
0: alright. Go on. I have a on. feeling it's Mario. I'm going to go with Mario as my final answer, but I have a feeling it might be CTR.
1: So let me a Mario Kart racer.
0: Yeah, it's a Mario. It's either like Mario Kart or like I think it's one. It might be the first Mario Kart.
1: Jay, that is an unbelievable. Yeah, I had game that. Prepared.
0: I had that. I hundred percent had that.
1: Holy crap, Mario Kart Super Circuit. I, I have Roy that Roy game.
0: Part. I don't know where it is, but Holy I have it. slowly. No, oh, why am I so? Wow. What is it with Game Boy Advance and my memory right now? What's going on? Dude. That was a good game. Oh my God. That is a really okay. good game.
1: Next up, guys.
0: <clears throat> Damn, this is a bit harder.
1: Jay, what is this?
0: Look I think I know like what it is though. It looks almost like you've just got like a grassland and there's like trees and there's like a blue sky. This just what it really yeah. kinda of looks like to me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I have yeah, a sure. feeling this might be Animal Crossing, but I don't think Animal Did Crossing you- came out on Game Boy. I think it was a DS only game.
1: If I'm honest with you, bro, I'm not sure that's true.
0: Yeah, I could... I mean, my f- my only recollection... I thought,
1: I thought the first one was on GameCube, I want to say.
0: Well, I think I thought the first one was on DS. Well,
1: no, I also the remember there being I a game called Wild. Harvest
0: Moon that was on um, DS as well, DS. but... Yeah, I remember Harvest this Moon. This kind of seems like similar. I have a feeling that this might be... If I had to guess, I'd say Animal Crossing, but it's... I'm probably wrong, so that's, that's definitely going to be my guess. I okay. I mean, it almost looks like Minecraft, but I mean, obviously, Minecraft wasn't on. It does a bit. Yet, or a game. Boy. It's
1: not correct, Jay. It is. Ah, oh, damn! Super Mario I had that. World I have 2. that as
0: well. God damn oh my god! The thing really? is, I have that, but I did. I think I just bought the cartridge. I didn't buy the box that came with it. Right. I bought it as a separate thing, just on its own. I have
1: see, Jay, this box is even crumpled. Can I just box.
0: say, uh, this is probably the the Mario game I put the most time into. And I'm gonna say wow. probably close to a thousand hours. So you were massive like on the Game Boy Advance then. I'm, i yeah. Oh, my Game Boy Advance days were probably my biggest gaming days. I think I have definitely spent more time on consoles, but I probably I probably put equal amount of time on console and Game Boy Advance. And I, you know, I've played game, I've played consoles for like over a decade now, more than like wow. fifteen years probably. I think do, I remember do... being on a family holiday and playing this game.
1: Oh, very good. I was it's just like, going to say, Jay, the Game Boy Advance is incredible to me because one of the fondest time, consoles I, I remember. However, uh, obviously the DS sort of had a Game Boy Advance in it, which is incredible. Mm. But also, uh, you know, there's no backlight on a Game Boy Advance, is it?
0: Yeah, I had to get the little light that came over the top with the magnifying glass. Oh, wow. Did it yeah. help? Not really. I mean, it did, um. but I, I remember being in the car and having to wait for the streetlights at night to come past you, so yeah. I could play the game for a bit, like a couple seconds at a time.
1: <laughs> I remember you saying, Dude.
0: That, think, "Yeah, it's like that's one yeah. of my fo- that's one of my fondest memories." Dude, like so, that's since so we've been cool. talking
1: about Pokemon, obviously the back of my mind's been unlocking Pokemon memories and how much Good, I enjoyed I'm glad. it. And how much I, played I actually
0: it. my my plan for what I would love the future to be is for, for you to get the next Gen Nine game and for us to play it together. That'd be Ooh. so cool. I don't think you ever would, but I think in like a in a different reality, a different timeline, that's reality. kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> you never know, Jay. Never say that. We'll never. see. We'll see. Let's. If I make a lot of money, I'll buy you a Switch and then you can get it. You know? Sounds good. If I win <laughs> the lottery, I'll good. buy you a Switch. Last oh, game for this damn. week, Jay. Okay, so this has a similar look where it almost looks like a forest. Yeah. And then for some reason, there's like a purple and yellow kind of like blob in the middle. And then there's okay. like a brown title, it looks like.
2: Yeah,
0: it's probably. I the thing is, I'm not sure. I'm really unsure about this one. Damn, it almost looks like Yoshi in the middle, but that's obviously wrong. It almost looks like a horse, maybe in the middle.
1: I can see that. Oh, what about? Isn't there a Mario character that's a horse, like the Toadstool guy? Don't that think looks a bit so. like Yoshi. Not Toadstool, but the yellow Yoshi. No,
0: oh, yeah, awesome. you're right. I think that's the female Yoshi, isn't it? Is it I think so. Yeah, I don't I genuinely don't even have a, have a guess. It kinda of almost just uh, no. I don't even have a guess. I this one is completely stumped me, like legit completely stumped me. Okay. I'm gonna be so annoyed if I know what this game is, I'm gonna be so pissed.
1: Victory We have victory Okay.
0: So yeah, you this win game, one. Jay.
2: One
1: of <laughs> probably my one of my favourite. Oh that's a it's not spyro, is it? It's not Spyro. Uh, It is, in fact, a game called Wario Land 4.
0: Oh, I've never played this. For whatever reason, got it,
1: loved it, wouldn't necessarily play it again, but uh, yeah, loved it. I think
0: I might have played a different Wario Land, maybe that wasn't 4. But yes, I've I've definitely been playing a Wario game in the past, like a Game Boy Advance one, but I don't think it was this one. I might have seen you play this, I don't know. Mate, unlikely, <laughs> I don't but yeah. Even know,
1: like why I played it,
0: but <laughs> just the time, man. It was just one of the things you did, you know. Yeah. It was homework and this. That's all we had.
1: Well, dude, to be fair, I feel like as well when you when you get games as gifts or, or whatever, you, you like you can't just go out and buy a game. So you're playing whatever you got, you know.
0: Uh mm-hmm. huh. You didn't have your own money, so you just couldn't. You couldn't buy what you wanted. You had to just sort of like ask for what you wanted and hope you got something either similar or the thing.
2: Right, right. I
0: think we're one of the last generations, one of the last ages to go through that process. Like, like properly go through it, you know?
1: Or you think kids just get whatever they want, whenever they want, almost? Because me no. and you
0: were just, only just born into the millennials. Yeah. We're on the very end. Like, you were born 95 as well? Six. Or 96? Oh, yeah, you're just in it. 96 was the last year you could be a millennial. So.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah, I was the year before, 95, so...
1: Okay, the quote, Jay, that has sticks with me every time I hear it. Mm. I think it's a very powerful and effective quote. Okay. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to our enemies, but just as much to stand up to our friends.
0: Oh, that sounds familiar. Where do I know that from? I you know that from Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah, okay.
1: Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, not the Sorcerer's Stone, because Americans can't understand complex ideas. It's Philosopher's Stone. Yeah,
0: it's definitely right? philosopher, yeah.
1: J.K. Rowling <laughs> is English or British <laughs> or United Kingdomish.
0: Okay, yeah, it is
1: not sorcerers. She yeah. wrote the book. It's philosophy. Like the,
0: the word sorcerer kind of like hurts my brain when it comes to uh, Harry Potter because they're wizards, right? Wizards and witches. Right. They're not sorcerers.
2: Right. Oh,
0: exactly. I guess sorcerers could be in that world, but they'd have to be like I don't know. I'm it sure just doesn't are. really sound right. It just sounds more like d and D thing or like a fantasy like sounds more like a fantasy thing I know Harry, is, Harry Potter is kind of a fantasy thing but not in the same realm you know no I understand not in the same vein
1: <laughs> well Jay
0: that's ran over that's okay. it yeah rap
1: R.O.P. we've got R-O-P. a lot to do
0: R.A.P. R-A-P. I'm kind of like curious about where just as a quick thing like what's your plan for the next until the next game what's the next game that comes out that you're looking forward to playing I guess it's just Wonderlands uh, at this point right
1: Horizon
0: oh yeah that's February right
1: yeah, so, basically, we're uh, getting a lot of housework done over the next three weeks. And oh, I really yeah, don't think so I'll you're not going to be play playing. I'm also yeah. starting a new job in two weeks. Okay. So, um, I imagine what I'll do is skip it, because it's 70 quid, and you were like, you know, look, basically, it's 70 quid, people will stop talking about it after two weeks, I'll get it on sale, it'll be patched, and, yeah. you know, all the rest of it. And you'll also, um, you need
0: to look up anything you can, people will figure stuff out, you know.
1: So true. And I avoided spoilers for the first one, so, you know, Good. fingers crossed. And um, and then, uh, yeah, so what I'll probably do is just skip that and go straight to Wonderlands and just okay. play that brand new, basically, mate. Um, Apart from... AC yeah,
0: DLC as well. Now.
1: Right. I still have a minimum of whether I'll jump into that before Wonderlands or not. What about you? We need, you need to talk about that next week, by, by the way.
0: <laughs> 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 Are we? I totally forgot about that. No, I meant what? the fact yeah. that we I've well, played the DLC for AC. We didn't talk about it yet, did we?
1: Oh course, yeah. We'll talk about it next week.
0: We'll talk about it next week. I've actually wait, got a bunch wait, of things. right now about it if you've got
1: thoughts on it.
0: Nah, no, I'll, I'll. more thoughts next week. All right,
1: all right. What are you doing? This is all Arceus' time. Yeah, right? Arceus' time now.
0: I know, I've. I know enough about the game that I can probably finish the game without having to look up too much at this point. See, I pretty much know everything about the game. <laughs> so then sure you just gonna go stuff. in with that knowledge and just. I have a. I've. I've, I've finished my preparation. I, I know what my team looks like. It's great. I can't wait.
1: Jay, the more you talk about this methodology, the more I'm convinced it, it is a genuine way to yeah, uh, approach
0: games. Yeah, it helps. It really yeah. does. Preparation is almost everything when it comes to certain games, yeah.
1: But you would think that games designs that you wouldn't need to do preparation, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just don't like missing out on things. Like There's some games where if I had known certain information before I'd gotten to like 10 hours in, I could be a lot more better off having known that and missed out on a bunch of stuff versus right. having just wormed my way and figured it out myself you know like I like I, I, there is an appeal to just figuring stuff out yourself like that. but that feels like the old way of doing things now like for me it's just guides looking stuff up making sure that my efficiency is maxed out and I'm just getting everything I need to get right. and being happy with where I'm at you know in the game very good is- but that's just, that's just well, me you can play it your own way <laughs> yeah of course. that's just me
1: play your own way you yeah. can play your Come own way. way yeah good stuff demonetize alright Jay thank you for your time and your insight it's been a pleasure yeah uh, yeah I'm sure we'll chat all over the weekend about Pokemon and shit oh we will okay. uh, and we will see you all next week have a good weekend all the rest of it uh, and um, don't know enjoy Pokemon
2: if you get Pokemon very good